0: Thank you everyone and good morning. My voice is a little hoarse so just bear with me here while it uh, loosens up. It's a pleasure to be here and a real privilege and before I, want, I start I want to congratulate the 400 of you out there for your, um, your spirit and your excellence and your achievements that brought you here today. You have my respect and you have my admi- admiration. Um, I didn't even know what I was going to talk about today. I guess I should uh, talk about Mount Everest. Uh, but I, I knew what I was going to talk about about two hours ago when I got this fax right here. And it said, um, Congratulations, uh, it's May 23rd, 1998. And I said, Yeah, that's right, it's May 23rd. Um, at 10.40 a.m., uh, May 23rd, 1996, I climbed Everest for the third time, and at uh, 7 a.m., May 23rd, 1997, I climbed Everest for the fourth time. So it's a good day to talk about Mount Everest. (laughs) Yeah. And what I decided we were going to talk about today is a little bit about Everest, but a lot more about uh, what I call the motivation of uncertainty and the human spirit. And uh, because the motivation of the uncertainty is the answer to why uh, uh, I decided to make an IMAX film uh, on Mount Everest. Uh, A a gentleman came to me, Greg McGillivray, in February or March of 1994 with this idea to take this huge camera, uh, which was then an 80-pound camera, to the top of the world's highest peak, and that peak is 29,028 feet high. And I told him right off the bat it was impossible uh, because it was impossible. Um, I know Everest to be a place where we cut our toothbrushes in half uh, to save weight. When you climb above 25,000 feet, you're breathing uh, almost one-third of the oxygen you're breathing here. It's very, very difficult just to put one foot in front of the other. And I remember being very proud of the fact in 1983 when I was 26 and first climbed Everest being proud of the fact that three of us at base camp had gotten out our Swiss Army knives and we cut off the logos on all our gear and we went to our packs and we cut off every extra strap and we had in our hands about two ounces of weight. We didn't have to carry the top of Everest. And so here was a gentleman who wanted me uh, to take a 42-pound camera, uh, which needed uh, 20 pounds of film and 18 pounds of batteries, to the top of a place where we cut our toothbrushes in half to save weight. Uh, so why did we do it? Um, because we didn't know we could do it. You see, I'd climbed Everest twice. I wasn't even sure I could climb it for a third time. Um, but I sat around thinking about it and I thought if we could get this camera light enough and small enough, we'd have a chance. There would be no guarantee whatsoever that we could pull it off. But Uh, there would be a chance and you see there's a certain type of individual in in life and i think there's 400 of them out here in the audience right now and many others uh, that that like a challenge um and 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 to like uh, to go out onto uncertain terrain and so we thought about uh, many things was this uh, project worthwhile um why should we do it that's important too it just wasn't a challenge you can find many, many challenges in life that aren't worth a hill of beans, but you can find uh, good challenges that uh, demand uh, your excellence and your expertise. And, and I put together a team, uh, a team of people who also uh, believe in the motivation of uncertainty, of going out into the world and trying things you, you don't know uh, you can do. Uh, and that's about excellence, you see. Because if you want to go through life, uh, not challenging yourself and and, pushing, and not pushing your limits and not testing your, yourself, well that's fine but I can uh, guarantee you it will not be a very rewarding life. Um, it just won't be. As, as you move out here into the world in the next five or ten years, I hope you will find things to do uh, that you don't know you can do because you know you'll find out what you're made of, uh, you'll find out if you're good enough, and you'll find out if uh, you have what Tom, uh, uh, Tom Wolfe calls uh, the right stuff. And I think uh, most of you uh, here have that. So that's a story about why we went off to climb Everest. Not to be cold, not, not to uh, be in that thin air, uh, but for the challenge, you know, and, and to learn about, about yourself. It's, it's, uh, it's difficult up there. And you can find out some very, very good things at times. And we all find out things we're not very happy with. And, and, we, and, and that's called self-awareness. And we get better and we move forward in life based on, on that self-awareness. So let me tell you about the human spirit now. And that goes back to May 15th, 1996. And here we had this tremendous challenge in front of us. If that wasn't enough, You know, a 42-pound camera to the top of the world's highest peak. We now had uh, eight dead people uh, in front of us. There had been a storm, inexperienced people were caught very, very high on the mountain. Um, Probably a lot of them had no place uh, being there. They hadn't heeded Alexander Pope's warning that a little learning is a dangerous thing. And we went up, we stopped filming. Who would film in a situation like that? These were our friends. Uh, five died on the south side, three died on the north side. And on the south side, that would be Doug Hansen, tiny Japanese woman, Yasa Kanamba, uh, Rob Hall, the leader of the New Zealand team, Scott Fisher, the leader of the American team, and Andy Harris. And um, we went up and, and helped, and we came down with the team, and we brought down back Weathers, uh, by the way. Who later lost both his hands, a terrible price to pay for his mistakes up there. But we were now in base camp, and um, I could speak for myself and say I was terribly frightened. You know, I knew this mountain well. Um, um, it was a very humbling experience, you know, to have those people die up there. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily about the three clients that had died. I felt badly about that, but it was about Robin Hall, uh, Rob and Rob um, and Scott. Because they were my friends and they were my peers. And they had the same level of experience. And those good, strong men had, hadn't made it through that, that evening. And you sit there and you say, well, there but for the grace of God uh, goes I. And, um, and so we had a lot of thinking to do at that moment. Um, it was traumatizing. You know, you're down and, 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 and the wind would not leave the mountain. The jet stream wind on Everest is not a wind that just comes up, just appears out of nowhere and with some clouds and goes away. It's a, it's a part of nature. It's a 100 to 130 mile an hour wind that just sits on top of Everest. And so the wind was howling and people left base camp and base camp was a, um, a ghost town. And, um, and I was the leader and I had responsibilities. And uh, we could have gone home, but we didn't go home. Um, and no one would have faulted us. Uh, eight people were dead. And I forgot to mention that the day before those eight people died, we had gone up the mountain to rescue, what we thought was a rescue, a Taiwanese climber named Chen who had fallen, uh, but unfortunately he he died before we got to him. So it just it just wasn't seeming to be a very good year on Everest and we were questioning our values and why we climbed. Um, but we didn't want to go home, you know, and, and that was, about not giving up, you know, and that's about having a sense of purpose in life and, and that's about having uh, a great deal of belief in what you do. You know, I like to climb and I love mountains and I was there because it's something I really believe in and something I took many, many years uh, to get good at. I had an apprenticeship, there was really no reason, uh, real reason to be frightened. Um, but I couldn't prevail upon my team to go up. I had no real authority to do that. I could only lead by example. And there would be no strength in that decision. You can't order people, and they wouldn't go anyway, they're too talented and too independent, to go back up a mountain if they didn't want to go. Because they, their heart's not in it. So we sat around, and, and we thought, and we thought, and then we decided that... Um, that we would uh, go back up mostly uh, because of this wonderful enterprise we had been engaged in and we were still driven by the motivation of uncertainty. Could we do it and now could we do it in the face of this terrible tragedy? And um, that's about not giving up. And you inevitably are going to have many trials and tribulations in your lives. You're very young and maybe you've already had some. Uh, and you're going to face adversity, you know? And that's when you find out what you're made of. And that's what you find out what your true character is. And um, uh, my message to you then is, um, remember the importance of, of not giving up and uh, keeping your eyes on the prize within reason and if that prize is a good prize, and for us it wasn't just climbing Everest that year with that camera, it was it was a kind of redemption. You know, it was rescuing uh, what that mountain meant to us. You know, and bringing it uh, back, and not running away frightened uh, by the mis- uh, frightened away because of the mistakes of others. Um, so I think I'm probably uh, up on my time here, and all I want to say to you is. Um, you do have, you've heard this a thousand times, but a potential uh, to make a difference out there in the world And because you're here. Uh, we know you, you do have uh, the right stuff. And so what we really need from you in the future is um, to show us your spirit and to show us your excellence. Thank you very much.